0: Wrestling Podcast. The gold standard in wrestling podcasting. On Twitter. Well, I said last time we recorded that we're not a good podcast and we're not a bad podcast. We're the podcast. But today we're going to be just a good podcast because I think we're pretty good. This is the Big Gold Belt Wrestling Podcast. This is Aaron. It is Sunday. Um, all the WWE people are over overseas in Europe. Raw and SmackDown are going to be in London this week. There's a lot to talk about. And we're going to actually make this an all-women's um, WWE slash women's wrestling theme show today. Uh, for the three count, the three quick topics to get your wrestling week started, let's bring in the crew here. We have Mr. Silly Sellis. Happy Sunday.
1: Happy Sunday. Playoff basketball, uh, playoff uh, hockey. You can get a lot of sports I just wish football was here just to add it all in.
0: Well, the schedule just came out, and um, I think almost everybody's team is playing your team this season, so we'll have a lot of making <laughs> yeah. fun of you to do They're here pretty soon. Be doorm- yeah, we're going to be the doormats of the league this year. <laughs> hey, you can get a good draft pick. You can pick up that kid from Stanford or something, you know. We just need everything. <laughs> <laughs> um, Mr. Two Chames, hello. Hello. And uh, you, you brought a friend to the party today, Two Chames. I did, I did. Uh, my good buddy,
2: Jamal, you can introduce yourself, plug your, all your handles and stuff away. Hey, uh,
3: how's it going, people? Uh, Jamal here, Giant Crab on Twitter, G-I-A-N-T underscore K-R-A-B-B. I am a film critic for RealFilmNews.com. R-E-E-L, filmnews.com. Everything that you want to see this summer, I've seen it. And I'm going to tell you why you should not spend your money this weekend at the movie theater.
0: These <laughs> <laughs> reviews are good. I've used them to decide whether to go or not to go to the theater. So check him out for sure. So we said this was going to be an all-women's wrestling-themed show. Um, let's start with the the main roster as the first topic of our three counts. So currently we have Charlotte as the champion. We, she's feuding with Natty, seemingly headed towards a collision again at Payback because of the muddy finish on Raw. Um, we also have Becky Lynch currently feuding with Emma. They progressed that storyline on SmackDown this week. And then besides that, there's a lot we can kind of talk about in terms of the rest of the women's roster. Um, Marcellus, you were very critical of the booking of the women's division um, on our most recent episode. I want you to kind of lead us into this. What, but I want, I want, I'm going to push you and challenge you here. I want you to tell me what they're doing well first. Well, what they're doing well, I would say, and I, and I don't mean
1: to take it off of Dr. M. Ped- uh, pedestal because he's definitely the, the woman's expert. But what I like is that they're using more women and having multiple women matches and multiple women feuds going on at the same time. Normally with the past couple of years, you had one women's feud just for the title and no other woman was showcased outside of the little, Wonky Total Diva segment that he used to throw in as a no care segment. But you have some some legit feuds that's going on. Um, you have Charlotte going with Natty um, right now with the women's title. And then you got my girl, Emma, against uh, Two Changes' girl. Uh, I I'm, I'm just having a loss of names right now. Becky, Becky Lynch. Becky Lynch. I'm having uh, Two Changes' girl, Becky Lynch. So that's like two solid multiple feuds that they have going on right now as a positive. However, in the process, you are burying people because on SmackDown that was re- recorded and shown this past Thursday, you had Paige kind of job out to Emma. And I love Emma, but just the way the match was booked, being around like five minutes and it wasn't even a clean finish and it looked like Paige almost legitimately got hurt in that match, is why are you trying to bury legitimately one of your best women's wrestlers that you have out there, especially coming from NXT about a couple of years ago. So I thought about what will be the current top five women's wrestler right now in a new women's division if you're gonna to try to spotlight multiple people. That's what I wanted to shoot out to you guys.
0: Well, I think we could say Paige should be in that top five and as much as I love Emma, don't you think a Paige versus Becky Lynch feud where Paige being the villain, I almost wonder if that would be more worthwhile use of Becky Lynch's time.
1: I would agree with that, and, um, and I would definitely put Paige on, on the top five because if you just look back at the NXT matches that they had, especially when they first introduced their brand with these live pay-per-views, when the network debuted, Paige had literally classic matches every single time, and it didn't matter who she faced. It was just great to see, but when she transitioned to the main roster, to me, which is a, a common thing with WWE with their NXT call-ups, they don't transition the way that we expect them to. Um but she would definitely be in my top five and even though I love Emma, I don't even know if I would consider Emma to be in the top five right now if you just look at pure talent they have on the roster.
0: Why don't we go through and just everyone list who their top five are who you think should be getting kinda of pushed in, in like proper feuds and things as opposed to putting talent over as it were. Uh Jamal, we'll bring you in first here. Like do do you think Paige is a top five talent? Do you think she should be treated as such?
3: Uh, a top five talent, yes. Uh, I think based on her ring work, uh, the ability to carry a promo by herself or a program with another uh, wrestler, she's definitely a top five talent. Her work speaks for itself in NXT. Unfortunately, NXT talent doesn't particularly translate well to the main roster, and she's kind of fallen victim to that. Also, as N- uh, Natalia Neidhart has taken like six months off of television for no reason, uh, it-, it just happens. There is... That doesn't necessarily mean that she's in the doghouse like Lana, but she's just out of that cycle, and I think but it would be great to see her get back into it.
0: So who would you round out your top five with uh, if you're going to so engage in it?
3: I'm definitely going to go uh, Becky number five. I just think that she's the least relevant. Uh, it's not that she's not a great worker and can't put on a five-star match. She can. I just don't have a reason to care about her yet. Um, number four, I'm going to go with
0: Eva Marie. <laughs> that's awesome. Dead serious. Because
3: I think that Eva Marie is the top heel in the com- in the company.
0: In terms, in terms of women. And she doesn't,
3: and she's like the Goldberg of women's wrestlers. She doesn't have to do anything and she has nuclear heat. So I, I think Eva Marie booked accordingly could do what she needs to do. And that's be a top heel. Uh, I would put Paige number three, Sasha Banks at number two, and Natalia at number one, um, actually. I think that she doesn't have that many years left in her. It would be good to see her get one good run um, out of her. And I think that she definitely has, especially with the total divas background, the ability to carry a program in a, in a meaningful direction with the top uh, diva, so just whoever to, that may be with Charlotte. So just to be Ooh. clear,
0: Charlotte is not in your top five at all. Uh, no. Wow. No. I don't.
2: And you know what? I don't think there's no mistake in that. This, I think this is the Ric Flair relevance here. Where He's the security blanket for max stipulations and outcomes and um, for accidental bumps that happen where he can interfere to make sure nobody's dead. And um, he's <laughs> able to lead a backstage promo or assist with one. I don't think there's no mistake in
0: why he's around. Mm, that's, good. that's an interesting point. Mm. I, and, and Charlotte can work, but she's not totally clean. She's been very... WrestleMania, I called the the whole match, like, she's very sloppy right now. And mm-hmm. You could say there were times that Sasha Banks was also sloppy in that match. I, I, I said that,
2: too. This is, yeah. this is why I said that I would not put that match as the best match of the weekend. Or even my oh, second no. match. Like, oh, no. It was just so sloppy. It was to the point where it was just like, ooh, you know, like you kind of cringe when you see Sasha who throws her whole body around like she might be one of the best sellers after Ziggler and at some point she just kind of cringe like oh I hope she's okay I hope she's not me.
0: you know I guess technic- maybe technically the match had some flaws but as kind of a a symbol for where women's wrestling is headed that was a big moment that is going to stand the test of time but I agree there were moments but um I guess does your top five match Jamal's then two chains or would you make any changes <sighs>
2: Man, it's, that's an that's an impressive reasoning behind it. Um, so since we're talking relevant right now, um, I have to put Emma as number five um, for the bill that she's um, pretty much been doing by herself, sort of. Because I mean, yes, you know, they, they got to promote her in such a way, but she's been trying to stay very relevant. Yeah, where she's just every time somebody says like Jamie Maynard was saying something, I forget. And she's on Twitter, like, well, you want somebody to step up from right here? You know, and it's just, you know, she, she tried to keep herself relevant even through, you know, being demoted down to NXT for a while, but you know, she, she helped build somebody. Um, she changed her gimmick and she's just ready to go right now. You've seen an impressive little run and build for her. So I definitely think you have to pay homage to that and put her in, in your top five. So I would have to give her, um, number five, um, the same reason why he's, he uh, Jamal said about Eva Marie, I percent uh, agree, which is why she's at number four. Uh, I, then I will put Becky at number three. Um, then, um, then I will put uh, for number two. Then I will put Sasha. And I'm sold on this Natalia thing. It, it it just changed my whole list. But I I I definitely I definitely agree with that as well for number one.
0: Mr. Silly Sellers, hmm. where are you at with it?
1: Okay, since we plugged my 49ers in earlier, I'm going to plug in my inner Trent Baalke, and I'm going to explain why. <laughs> Trent, tr- Trent balky coming up on the NFL draft, normally drafts 49ers who are injured, torn ACLs, where he puts them on like an injured reserve so he can save them for next year. And this is where my list kind of goes. So I'm going to actually start from top to bottom. Now, I have some, like say, for example, 1 and then 2A and then 2B, and I can explain what that means. So, for number one, is definitely Sasha. I think she's just the purest, best women's wrestler that is right now, even though she doesn't have the belt. Here's my number two. I have Nikki Bella and then Charlotte. I have Charlotte right now because even though she was kind of a little sloppy in Mania, she is a champion. And I can see her being a legitimate champion. She does put on good matches. However, we cannot like forget about what Nikki Bella did before she got hurt. So, if Nikki Bella was actually still active and not hurt right now, I would actually put her at number two. Because she did legitimize herself being a, a top women's wrestler at the time. And she's very much improving the ring since she began. Number three, I'm actually going to go Becky here. Because Becky, I thought, worked the hardest out of that WrestleMania match. She had some good spots. She took some good bumps. And even though you could tell, as 2 chain said, Nurse was going on throughout the ring in that triple threat match, she definitely was the best performer to me and the most consistent performer as I watched it in, in Mania 32. For number four... I have a 4A and a 4B, and I have Naomi because Naomi, literally, you cannot forget about what talent she has in the ring. She just never got a full chance to show what she could do as a women's champion, and I think that's not her fault. I think that's Creator's fault, not ready to pull that trigger on her because I think she's more than proved herself, even coming after the eye injury and everything, that she has got herself way over the top of what she needs to be as a women's wrestler. But my 4B is Emma, for the exact opposite. By her being from the grounded up from what happened at that Walmart incident, and working her way back. And number five, I have a Maurice. We cannot sleep that <laughs> Maurice is a former Divas champion. And the fact that she's coming back, she's coming back strong as ever. And that conjunction she has with the Miz, I am totally sold on it. And I love that combination. And if Maurice was to win the women's title and to get the wrestling gimmick and not just a talking gimmick back, I would see that being a power couple in the WWE for a mid card type level, even though the women's champion is a top belt. So, so my thing is,
2: if we're talking overall talent on the main Mm -hmm. roster, my list would be different, but as of right now, relevancy, my list is where it stands, because there's no question that I don't think nobody's a harder worker, I don't think nobody can be a harder worker than Naomi in the ring, but Mm -hmm. I think overall, I mean, Naomi even cuts good promos, but... You know, I had to sit back and forth between her and Paige, because I seen I seen Paige cut like the the whole Divas Revolution uh, promos, or during that segment in the beginning where uh, she kind of went heel was was excellent. You know, Mm -hmm. I never seen Naomi really cut a promo that was kind of relevant, except for the one time where she was kind of saying like it was her time, but you know she dropped for the next couple of months. So (laughs) right,
0: yeah. Yeah. so the way I kind of thought about this topic while I was listening to everyone, you guys all made excellent points. And what's what's great about this conversation is that if you think about the Maurice era, you know, circuit. What would you say that was? Two thousand nine, two thousand ten, yeah. somewhere in there. I don't know if we could have listed like a top five or a top ten of women's wrestlers on the main roster because there just wasn't that kind of talent back then. That's not a knock right. to anyone because those girls all worked just as hard as you know anyone else, but it's just the talent and the experience level wasn't there, and we have that now, and it's it's very, very uh, satisfying as fans of women's wrestling to have the people we have on the main roster and coming up from NXT, which we're going to talk about next. The way I but, thought but about the much, topic... How much he, do you think of that with
3: is talent that, they, that the wrestlers possess, and how much do you think of that is talent being held back
0: by creative? Well, I guess I don't know if I could honestly answer that because I wasn't there at that time, but like... You know, I think Eve Torres could have shined a lot brighter than she did, although she had a great run too. Because I I think she could hang with the girls of today if she were here right now, but she's, you know, she's a mother and an actress right now, and that is what it is. I also think it's a case of they're putting an emphasis on women's wrestling and they're developing talent and they're bringing in talent as opposed to just models. You know what I mean? But the way I thought about this topic was um, I'm a proponent of them having a Money in the Bank women's match Yeah. Money in the ben. Bank this summer. And if, I'm if, not. Well, let, I want to get into that for a second, but let's just suppose that they did. I'm actually going to do a top six because I feel like Money in the Bank, at least the version of it I saw live when I was at WrestleMania 22, had six competitors, and I thought that was the right amount. And if you were going to pick six six women to be in Money in the Bank, obviously Charlotte would be out because she's the champion, and I think she will be until Sasha Banks takes that title. But I think the six you would put in there, Sasha, Natty, Becky, Emma, Paige. Eva Marie would be great, but I don't know if I'd trust her on a ladder just yet. If if Nikki was healthy, I'd put Nikki as that sixth person, though. And if not, Naomi. My uh,
3: hatred of Nikki Nikki Belly, notwithstanding, uh, I, I think that she deserves a spot. I don't think that she needs a spot. Um, That's a great point. She's supposed to be leaving sometime soon, so I don't know. I don't know about that. I would definitely say Sasha, Natalia, uh, Paige, uh, Naomi, or Tamina. Actually, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think that Tamina is just being held back, and she can't work. Um, I've seen her have express personality on other venues, like uh, Xavier Woods' Up Up Down Down show. Yeah, actually like a real person instead of that block of wood they tried out when putting a, a suit
0: jacket on. <laughs> yeah, she's kind of like Diesel circa 1995 in a way. Yeah. So, but, why are you but, not a fan of having a women's Money in the Bank match? I'm curious.
3: Uh, it's it's not that it couldn't work because I think protected the big thing about wrestling today is you either want to see half-line action like Lucha Underground or Ring of Honor or a more or and protect wrestlers at the same time so that half your roster isn't injured. Mm-hmm. I think. Money in the bank is a fuster cluck that is waiting to happen. And I think that it's it's going to look a lot worse to see a Randy Orton-style accident uh, where he needs eight stitches on um, a woman versus a male. There's no oopsie for that. They can't air that.
2: Yeah. And, and, And the only way if this was supremely had to be pushed, it would have to be shorter ladders and the belt would have to hang lower. But that's to to prevent somebody by, to uh prevent somebody accidentally flying outside the ring. But yeah, that is that that may not be something I'd be interested in seeing a girl taking a hard bump. And well, not nice to mention too that, you
0: know, we have natural performers and then we have people that are definitely gonna, you know, arise to the occasion but have a little bit of jitters, which could be prone for accident. And I don't know how I would feel about that. Well I guess here's what here's what my take on that. Yeah, I don't necessarily want to see like Becky Lynch go through a ladder like Stardust did at WrestleMania, but I don't. I think the the perception or the concept of the Money in the Bank match could be redefined in a way. I think about the cage match that Bret and Owen had at SummerSlam. Okay, there wasn't chairs, there wasn't barbed wire, there wasn't blood. It was all based on them trying to get out the cage, and there were so many false finishes. And that that, in my opinion. Is the greatest cage match of all time. And I I defy anyone to, to kind of find one that tops that. Mm. Couldn't couldn't they base this match not around putting people through ladders and tables and falling twenty feet from you know from the sky, but rather base it around these women trying to get the belt. And that's what that's the that's what it is. That's real. I think that that's the way it be to up. What's that?
3: That's the way it should be throughout.
0: Well, uh, I I, their, I agree belts completely. The are not
3: relevant at all, except really
0: the women's belt. Well, that's what I'm saying, and I feel like this would be, you know, they talk about how these women are are superstars, just like the men. What a better way, what better way would there be outside of maybe having a Women's Royal Rumble in January? But I'd like to see some momentum put on this now, you know, in the immediate future.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: But I don't know, just, yeah. a, just a thought I want to throw out there. But um, real quick before we move on to topic two, What's your fantasy booking up through WrestleMania 33 for the women's title? Let's start with you again, Jamal. Ooh, fantasy booking through 33. Now, for disclosure,
3: uh, I'm so disgusted by WrestleMania 32 that I've actually not watched WWE main roster programming since, and I will not, until SummerSlam time. Um, <laughs> so, but so, to be fair, I don't know exactly what happened the last two or three weeks when on Raw SmackDown. Just a quick
2: recap is just that Natalya and Charlotte is the main feud. Once they introduced the um the new women's title on on uh, the main roster, sort of how they did it at WrestleMania, but everybody was in the ring. Everybody was kind of like on the like whatever, you know, because Charlotte was saying like she was the main, she was the reason why this happened, and everybody else was like oh whatever. But Natalya stuck out there, and was just like, you know, it was her time, and she has the better family. Uh, roots and you know And they put on a good match either that week or the week After I forgot so that's where they're at
3: Okay fair enough uh, As far as fantasy booking goes I think you bring either Asuka or Bailey up uh, Royal Rumble time, and then they Should uh, start a program with the champion As like a surprise entrant What I would like to see for Wrestlemania 33 Is your top woman Whoever that may be God only knows If they're injured or not For like a men's title Maybe they win it, maybe they don't. But just the idea that it's Sasha versus Ziggler for the Intercontinental title at WrestleMania, I, I would be down with that. And I think, what else could you do for women? Instead of title nine of the entire thing and give them a women's version of every other match.
0: it's but- interesting because they did a good job of that with China way back when. Yep, right. Um, yep. Oh, that's, I, that's,
1: a, that's a great point. It's a great
0: point. I would like to see... Okay, but-
1: have to that oh by the China
0: way d Wayne's big. here everyone we didn't introduce you d wayne showed up hi D Wayne
4: you uh, have to realize China was built like a dude she was <laughs> very muscular so it's no it was more believable back then what about but Charlotte now, though now it's what? more like females are
3: they're like females what, <laughs>
0: what about Charlotte not that though
3: big anymore so it's, it's conceivable to have like a Ziggler yeah. versus a, a bigger a Charlotte I say, dudes, you're right. The male
4: wrestlers aren't that big anymore. But the female wrestlers aren't that big anymore either. And in fact, they've gotten smaller and smaller. While they might have the height,
3: they're visibly smaller now. Which conceivably and makes it interesting from like a wrestling standpoint. Because by all rights, Daniel
4: Bryan... I'm not... I just sit here and say I'm not interested
3: in because it's like a big dude
4: facing a little woman and ho, oh, are we promoting domestic violence here? No,
3: I'm not interested in it. I don't think like who can put him in a baker's mitt and sell it like, we're going to have like a strawberry shortcake match. Like
0: I would like to see a strawberry shortcake match for whatever I'm that sure might be. They, could, they did the thanksgiving thing yeah could, yeah could y'all imagine with this being said that maurice uh plays a part
2: in a feud with a woman who actually does step up to say they'll fight the men's for the
0: championship Ooh, Ooh. that's a great idea
2: yeah I like yeah,
0: and you know who should do it you know who should do it this is who you're talking about jamal tamina yeah nia yeah. Jax would be my second place person for that
1: I, I like it. I'm, I'm keeping eye jacks did. away from WrestleMania 33 still for right now. All right, okay, look, we Let's need right everyone, everyone knows what WrestleMania 33 match going to be going
4: to
2: be Bailey versus Sasha. It's common sense.
0: That's what I said too.
2: Here goes one of the one of the internet boys again. No,
0: you know, it's the have, biggest women's you match have, you could do.
2: You have you have two set of people on the internet right now. You have the Sasha, the Sasha Hollis, and you have these people that understand that the women's division equals time. I would not be yeah. surprised if Charlotte holds this title this whole year. I just I wouldn't be Charlotte. surprised either. And, and I, therefore I would I would be. And, and there, I would be and therefore the saucer versus Bailey match is irrelevant. Because what matters is the title. That's
4: it. It matters with the title, but the thing is, it is going to be the title for the title. And my thing is, you have to consider one thing. WrestleMania 33 is in Orlando. What's the one thing that's happening next year that's very big to WWE? They're opening a Hall of Fame.
2: Uh, so they're
4: right. going to probably yeah. do their... And oh, yes, they open a Hall of Fame in Orlando. So you have to think about it. They're going to do the biggest matches possible because of that simple fact.
2: I, I I believe that their goal is always to try to do their biggest match possible with the with the at hand. But that and the not, thing is, one of their, one of their
4: biggest and best matches is Bailey versus Sasha. Because basically, I'll be honest with you, those two probably are two most over females. But that's what
2: you see. And as much as I don't like Ronan Reigns and I'm not really a big fan of Charlotte, they see those two as their biggest people. You know. That's, yeah. There's no mistake I mean, why they put a brand new belt on her and then extend it right on a private plane to New York for Good Morning America and then fly her right back. They're not going to waste that on somebody they don't have no, not
3: an investment with. Long-term investment, right. And to be fair, just, Bailey doesn't exist yet. She hasn't come up to the main roster, and we, got, we don't know how she's going to be betrayed. We don't know what her um, role is going to be. I think she's the uh, female John Cena, but... Who knows how that's going to translate to the male roster? And we've seen that percentage rate; they're not exactly batting five hundred <laughs> from <laughs> exactly to the main roster.
1: My only prediction about fantasy booking, I can't really predict the match. And that, and, and Jamal, that that match that you said, as far as uh, you know, a male versus a female aspect, is very interesting. Like when you said that, I thought about Finn Balor versus uh, versus Bailey. Because I can see them actually, like you know, doing something like that in the ring, as far as competing against each other. But I just hope that the What is wrong title with is y'all? Wait, 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 wait! I just hope the women's title is the second to last match on WrestleMania Thirty Three card. So have your Ooh. WWE title be your last match, your main event, and then your women's title be your match right before that. Oh, um, only if this. You're, you're
4: asking for a lot. That's only if there's not a supreme gimmick should it be booked that way. But as of this year, there's no telling the
0: order of where the match may go. being that the royal Very true. was the what second or third to last match? Come on now. Yeah. Okay. But I think I'm, the women's match over
3: the show regardless of who the
0: champion is. I'm cutting everybody yeah. off here. We need to we and need to, to move to on. Yeah. I'm cutting everybody off. Everybody state your women's title match for WrestleMania thirty three. We gotta move on. We gotta move on. Um Dwayne already said his. I agree with D Wayne. Um, Jamal, you said you'd like to see a woman interact with a man on some sort of yeah. level. I think that could be very entertaining. Marcellus,
1: Sasha versus Oscar.
0: Okay, and two chains. Um, if, if anything, Charlotte versus Sasha. One hundred and one. Okay, I I think you're going to get that sooner than WrestleMania, but I think we're definitely headed there. I think there's a reason they didn't do that at WrestleMania is because they plan to do it at another time. Because you talk Not the champions make sense. Yeah. Mm. That you know what it does because that would be the one year anniversary of Charlotte winning the title.
1: It
2: will. Yeah. You no, know what it makes more sense. Summerslam. I
0: I agree with no, you, Dwayne, yeah. but no, I think it could Mr. work either way. Mister Dwayne, Mister Rumor Mills himself, what do you think <laughs> about Natalya and Charlotte
2: feud could be lasting up to at least two pay per views, right? Sure. Yeah, it could. So good, be. The thing is the thing is right now we don't know what creative is going to do. They yeah,
4: can do anything right now.
2: So why are
4: you so sold that man is about to be coming up on the main roster right
2: now? You said this is fantasy booking, right? I just
4: say what we'll makes you so sold if she doesn't even Because I feel to me I feel like that's your biggest match.
0: Alright, we're moving on. <laughs> you guys are so impassioned <laughs> right now. The oh, unexpl- oh, women. Yeah, That's the, right. we love the women. The NXT women's women, 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 women. There's nothing left to say. There's nothing. The the NXT women's title scene I'm just <laughs> laughing at you guys now. Oh my gosh. The NXT uh women's scene um is there's not as much to talk about there in terms of the number of talents that are kind of in the picture as it were. You've got Bailey, and you know there's going to be a rematch against Asuka probably at this June takeover in Orlando that they just announced. I think it's June the 8th, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. You have Nia Jax. Um, is Eva Marie – I mean, I, I guess she's still considered on the NXT roster for I
1: now? I think she's tweener.
0: She's kind of a tweener. I think, I think that everybody mm-hmm. that's on the main roster from NXT is still on NXT. Okay. <laughs> so we could, we could put Emma – We could put Emma in that conversation too. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, but I said considering the way how they've been booking things and people still appearing on NXT, I think nobody is technically completely all the way over. Yeah. Maybe Baron Corbin. I think Baron Corbin's gonna surprise some folks. I agree with you. So going back to the women, so then you've kind of got like the lower tier people that kind of just like job at the moment you've got tessa blanchard just debuted last week i like mm-hmm. I, I liked what i saw although you know clearly there's going to need to be a lot of work put in, in terms of the in-ring ability there ooh, and experience ooh. tessa blanchard it's a uh, Tolly blanchard's daughter of the four horsemen right okay so then we have um we have that girl that's i know that her gimmick is that she's blonde and wears black and is from new jersey um <laughs> she's like, couldn't you tell you represent
1: yeah too
0: couldn't tell you her name. And then you've got... Liv Morgan. Liv Morgan, thank you. You've got Diona Perrazzo, who also moonlights on the indies and in ROH. Um, she may have worked the House of Hardcore shows this weekend, too. She did. Too. She was in Queens, yeah. Yeah. Um, and then... I'm assuming there's other girls that I'm just forgetting at the moment. Help You're me You're missing out, two
1: Ma- major ones. Mandy, is the Australian. Um,
0: Mandy hasn't even been on NXT TV. She's just been on Total Divas. Yeah. But who am I missing?
1: Hey, mentioned Alexa, Alexa
0: Bliss. Oh, how did I Alexa forget her? Bliss. She's great. You said Dana Brooke, right? Dana well, Brooke. Dana, Dana Brooke's uh, been I hurt, but Bliss. I guess she's and back now. Carmella. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Carmella and
3: Billy Kay and uh, Nia Jax. I don't think anybody said her.
0: So let me, let me go back and ask this then. Would it be wise, considering NXT is a touring entity now, to bring Bailey and or Asuka up within the next six to nine months considering how many of those other girls would you pay to go see?
1: No. Stay, keep them on NXT. Well, Bailey is maybe the person you want to bring up at
0: SummerSlam, but Asuka needs to stay on NXT. So who's she going to work with though? Okay, exactly. Who's she going to work with? That's <laughs> but, believable. I, mean, I think Dana Brooke never got a chance to be her own person. Dana Brooke's been a... With Emma she's been a she jobber. Varsity. She can't fight Asuka yet. She's a jobber. She, I, I like Dana. Blum. No no no, I do too, but they they've booked her as a jobber. All she's done is put people over.
2: Yep. Uh, so that,
0: so so It's the, the point, Wade the Barrett factor is what it is. You put people over enough, you're a jobber. And the point being made is that you have um, pure talent who can help elevate people. Not put them over, but you know, just just give them a sense of ring
2: presence. In, yeah. Uh, how to work yeah. And, and, and only two people that's technically sound to do that is Oscar and Bambi. So, are you really going to take people who can develop people off the roster?
1: Yeah, you got to keep it's, them on there. It's too crowded right now. The women's. I mean, why? Why, why I'm really saying this. It's, it's too um, crowded right now in the main roster. It toward, is a little uh, bit. For the women's title, I, it's, it's really no space for them right now.
0: And here's the other thing I want you to think about. If you talk about bringing people up to the main roster at this point, you, considering they're a touring brand, if you took Bailey off of that and you bring Finn Balor up, I love Nakamura, but he's not a household name in this country enough yet. Like that would seriously damage that touring brand if you took Finn and Bailey off within the same kind of time frame. I'm just saying.
1: And you will argue that the summertime for NXT is their most critical time because you got a lot of people out of school, you got a lot of people doing vacations where people will want to, you know, tour and go vacation to see
0: NXT. Well, and, and take they, over. They push your stuff up for Summerslam. And take over in Brooklyn. I
3: would, I would agree with that if NXT toured on TV. They don't. So if well, they can make it to Florida once a month, then I don't see the problem. Whether the moonlight on the main
0: roster. But they have, but they have dates over in Europe uh, coming up. They have dates over on the West Coast in, like Washington. So they they are going outside of Florida. It seems like they kind of have like an A crew and a B crew. The B crew stays uh-huh. in the the greater Florida yeah. area and the A crew is more kind of around the states and internationally. So that's just my my concern is like I don't think Finn Balor's going anywhere anytime soon either until they bring up Nakamura to that level and I feel like Samoa Joe's going to stay put too because he's a name that people recognize. And Bailey, mm-hmm. Bailey might be bigger than Finn Balor in terms of name recognition, just based on the vibe I got in Dallas. Although there were a lot of yeah. Balor Club shirts out there. I, that
2: is, I, I, I don't know, man. I might have to agree with that.
0: Plus, did you see? Yeah. Do you see Finn Balor doing Make a Wishes? No, you see Bailey doing Make a Wishes.
1: Like Jamal said, we said it in the podcast before. You know, a female John Cena. Yeah. did you just put a
0: bailey shirt he just brought his bailey shirt out jamal did i'm a hugger that's awesome (laughs) you are not the only male that i've seen have that shirt
3: i cried in brooklyn last year tears were
0: shed dude it was (laughs) that was my match of the year oh oh yeah you were there i didn't know you were there jamal that's awesome absolutely are you going again this year uh yeah and yeah are you and two chains gonna sit together then
3: yeah uh yeah I mean, look, we want to work that out come ticket time because uh, SummerSlam was a was a show. But, um, <laughs> <laughs> good choice of words, I was definitely about to say it. <laughs>
0: yeah. So you did the but, whole. Uh,
3: yeah, we going to figure that
0: out. Were go you at time. RAW that weekend as well, or did you go home after that?
3: I, I was on the uh, one o'clock Hound back to Washington.
0: That a boy. I, I was
3: over SummerSlam and, and, and RAW that year, and and good because John Stewart really.
0: Yeah, no, um, I I feel you. I feel you.
3: The Ring of Honor show is the week after uh, NXT TakeOver, so back-to-back trips to Brooklyn.
0: All right, are they bringing New Japan guys back in again this year for that? For the Field of Honor? No. Because that could be a lot of fun. They have the New Japan guys in Chicago in like three weeks, but I just can't. After going to three shows in Dallas, I can't swing it. Do y'all guys understand that uh, uh, an all-way show from uh, Washington, D.C. to Brooklyn total? Cost you no more than hundred dollars for your uh, your commute and snacks yeah. and your ticket. It's not bad. Yeah. Not bad at all. Not bad. The bus is probably the easiest part. Bus well, is like only like twenty twenty five
2: dollars thirty
0: dollars. You know. Yeah. I live I live right by where the uh, mega bus is at. So. Yep.
3: There you go. Well, yeah, kinda, Amtrak is a hundred round trip if you book it
0: yeah. early enough, and I do. So. Yeah. But, yeah. Well, kind of getting back to the he's holding his Bailey shirt up again. getting back to the uh, the women's wrestling so I guess kind of our consensus is that don't bring people up from the women's division on NXT too soon at this point because they're needed right Um, yeah now Jamal you kind of brought up the third topic of our three count today real quick um, and I'm going to kind of throw it to Jamal more than I don't follow the indies as closely as it seems like Jamal does who are some female talents that they need to consider uh, bringing in into the NXT slash WWE brands
3: yeah I mean they they kind of go back and forth. Uh, we've seen Blue Pants, uh, Leva Bates, yeah, Leva Bates in the uh, past. Deanna Parazzo kind of moonlights with Ring of Honor. Uh, we've seen a, a couple of interesting people show up on NXT, and it's kind of one or two and done. Yeah. So I think like uh, Shimmer is uh, still going strong. Shimmer and Shine, and uh, House of Hardcore had a great show. Last night with um, uh, I think Mia Yim. She was on NXT as a jobber as like an unnamed wrestler, which is uh, criminal.
0: And she's so, she's uh, Jade in TNA, right?
3: Yes.
0: And she got to, when did she work NXT? Why don't I remember this? Because it was
3: early on in their uh, their run. I want to say like within the first
0: six months of their of their run on the network. And then now uh, she's the, now she's the Knockouts champion, correct? I believe so. Yeah, that's crazy. I like her, too. That
3: that might not last too long as TNA is running out like operating out of a carryout and,
0: uh... Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I heard they don't get money for their pop TV like, for putting the show on pop TV. Is that true? That they don't get revenue from being on television anymore?
3: Well, they're so far in the red that they... It doesn't matter anymore.
0: Man. How do you... If you... That's like WWE's one of their biggest sources of revenue. How does a company operate... At that point, just. Wow. I don't get it. That, that's the freight train of destiny, a hidden TNA, swear in the face. Yeah, can you hear that? <laughs> I live by a railroad track, it's awful.
3: <laughs> yeah.
0: You can still hear it. Oh my gosh. Yeah, you know, Dixie, the train's leaving. The get train, on it. Get on it, girl. So, I, I got an interesting little quick topic. <clears throat> um, with, with NXT, period. How should they? How should NS team just be booked overall in perspective to the main roster, and and, and definitely in terms of how women can succeed in their career. I'll tell you. And and, and, and I and I want you to consider also, um, the the tough enough signings and just the whole perspective behind that as well. you know what I think they should do. So Paige isn't doing much right now. You should have Nia Jax be hanging out with like the Usos backstage or something and have her run into Paige and say some sort of offhand comment that starts a short run with Nia Jax and Paige at NXT to give Paige something to do where she's still a presence on the network and then it still it still keeps her relevant to when they give a, they have a spot for her on the main roster in terms of like a feud she's ready to go. I think they should do more of that more kind of blurring the line a little bit so so do you think when you say that
2: do you I, I i guess what i'm trying to see is how do you view NXT? is it um the predecessor to the wwe the, main roster is it their indies is it their minor leagues how, how do
0: you view it actually or is it just their own just a own separate brand no it's very much a wwe product to me um You have to remember it's one hour a week as opposed to the five hours a week, not counting the other smaller network shows that the main roster gives us. NXT leaves us wanting more, whereas the main roster we kind of pick and choose, almost like buffet style. Um, But no, very much part of the WWE banner, and I definitely see it as bigger than Ring of Honor. It's bigger than TNA. It's bigger than the Indies. It's bigger than New Japan. You know, The match of the weekend that people were talking about was not Roman Reigns, Triple H. Well, it was, but not for good reasons. The match of the weekend was Nakamura, Sami Zayn for a lot oh, of us. Oh, without question. For a lot of us, myself included. Um, so yeah, that's how I view it, to answer your question. I, th- uh, I think NXT is a separate
3: brand. It needs to be a separate brand if it's not going to be re- relevant on uh, the main roster. And I've said this before to 2 James, um NXT needs to be treated like AAA baseball or college football. People need to come out of NXT to graduate to the main roster with a promo package with just like, well, he's just the hottest guy in NXT. Says who? Michael Cole? What are you basing that on? Yeah.
2: Right.
3: And since you don't continuously uh, promote NXT during Raw, which, you know, more wrestling for your company, more gooder. I don't understand why you don't. It, it makes more sense that NXT should be its own touring brand. And it should be, if you're talking about a brand split, and you guys were talking about that weeks ago, the brand split between NXT and the main roster, officially let them go do their thing and work the type of matches that they can work, the style that they they need to work that makes NXT successful. Bring guys from the main roster that would fit that style. You know, maybe not Adam Rose or Tyler Breeze or Neville, who's just not doing anything, um, except steroids for uh, Adam Rose. But... If that's the case, give them something to do. A lot of the times, we're talking about where are these people. Give them something to do, and let them flourish. Okay. Or just put them on uh, summer uh, Saturday morning slam, and you know
0: that'd be the, the career. Isn't and that... also, free Titus, by the way. Dude, free... did you did you guys watch <laughs> Tanks? That show about where they build fish tanks. Did you see that this week? No. Titus yeah, O'Neill. So they that. had their hundredth episode. They built a giant. Florida University themed fish tank for Titus O'Neil. They like the show's basically. They have big name clients. They're this fish uh, tank company out of Las Vegas, and they build for big name clients like these grandiose fish tanks. Mm -hmm. And they made him this giant one for his office in Florida, in like uh, Orlando or Tampa or something. They made a giant gator, and they brought these two uh, fish tank guys to the performance center, and he was like giving them a hard time the whole time they were working on the tank and. Titus was just so so charismatic. I, w- my wife and I were dying laughing at him. It's just kind of like, out of out of five hours of network TV every week, and then all the stuff you have with the WWE network, you can't find a place for such a talent. You're gonna just suspend him.
1: But did you? Did you? I don't know how true this is. But even JTG had came out and said he wasn't surprised that Titus got suspended because this is not the first time that Titus has been. I guess going through these methods or maybe going too far. I think that was the words that he used. But I didn't listen to the episode of the podcast where he was on or wherever the interview was, but I think that might be a listen to. But like you said, I'm with the free Titus method. If you have somebody that's charismatic, charismatic on your program as part of your programming, you have to put something on the network for them. But Jamal, let me ask this question back to you. And I love what you said about having NXT as its own brand. Do you think NXT needs to stay on the network or do you bring it to USA and have a spot where it's only one hour each week?
3: I think NXT needs to stay on the network exclusive to give the network some relevance. Yes. Okay. Um, other than replacing my DVD collection, what am I getting for nine ninety nine? I need something new. <laughs> yep. Right. Um, I think that's how much it costs. But
0: I, I <laughs> with think taxes, NXT, it's like ten something. But yeah. Uh,
3: I pay with a gift card. Uh, it's thirty
0: bucks for me every three months. There you go. Um, I think the NXT should def- it needs to establish itself as its own thing.
3: Uh, and for guys like Zack Ryder and Mojo Riley, oh God,
0: it can, <laughs> um,
3: can be a thing. Uh, we all know good and well that Zack Ryder is going to mount to Hill of Beans on on the uh, main roster, right? Okay, good. They give they they gave him like a company watch as as disguised as the Intercontinental Title um, from WrestleMania. Good for him. Yeah, that's <laughs> his going away present. Some like okay, fine, but let the guys do work. Let them work a, a style that they can and do it on NXT. Should it be live each week or still pre-recorded? I think since they're touring the country, I think it should be uh, live two hours um, each week in whatever venue, they, whatever laundromat they record from each week. And I think TakeOver should be three hours and live. Wow. You know. Uh, because I, there are a lot of people in NXT that aren't doing anything anyway, and we got to wait three weeks for them to tape another show.
0: Right. That is my one gripe: is that I don't get to see some of the ta- like I don't get to see Alexa Bliss every week to two weeks because
3: I see her every time I turn on my computer. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh man, we got to bring this to a close soon. Um, any other parting shots about any of the women's wrestling content we talked about? Two Chains, you're about to say something. Oh, uh, I wasn't about to let J Two G
2: get a- get away with that comment because uh, he was definitely on like Instagram promoting how that every day you need to take another look at him again. I'm just like, Boy, you,
0: better, you better sit down. So. You ever see, you ever hear Jalen Rose on ESPN talk about those guys who keep getting them checks? That's da- yeah. That's JTG right there. He collected a check for a long time. <laughs> good, good on him too, man. Right. Why not? Yeah. But, um, yeah. um I, I, I think, I think the biggest thing we can
2: take away from right now is definitely that this, this conversation, we summed it up. We definitely could have stated this for definitely longer than an hour. But, um, women's division is definitely live, it's hot, um, there's a bright future, and um, with the proper booking or just the, the proper spotlight, we definitely have a lot of support uh, with what we have now and uh, what should be coming up. And although the gloomy bottom of the NST roster, there's a lot of uncertainty, but I think around us the, the right people, um, we should have a little bit of confidence that, you know, uh will we'll, we'll definitely have good product on the main roster. My my only concern is this, this conversation that I had on Twitter was that there's really nobody on NST who's able to help um, the women's division with promo pra- packages and talking With the absence of Dusty Rhodes, it's significantly showing, if you ask me. Either you naturally <clears throat> have it or you don't. This right. is why you have people that come out, and they, it just doesn't seem natural at all. I mean, for one, I look at Summer Rae who just yells, and it just—I just, just want to just close my ears. And then, uh, what was what's her name that we mentioned earlier, rapping two uh, hundred one? Her Morgan. Yeah, her. So I feel like if, if she really is where she's from, where she's rapping, it should almost be natural to come out and rap your. Wherever you price, just be natural. But even she didn't even feel it genuine. And I'm just like, this is it's just not how it used to be. Where you know you can look at the products of Dusty Rose, you can look at Sasha, you can look at Charlotte, you can look at Paige, you can look at the people that he's worked through Natalia and you see what what type of work he he he, he blesses with a whip. But now with the absence of him, it's just like, where do we turn? Where do they turn? You know? Because the gift isn't given back. Especially with the fact that everybody's like, you know, bring this person to the main roster. So you don't have nobody giving their hand back and saying, make this person better. Mm, I agree. I think a lot of the uh, talent are just
0: very vanilla. Um, I can't take Nia Jax seriously as a heel when she comes out to a Britney Spears song. Dude, thank you. Thank you. Um, I can't take, uh, you know, like Liv Morgan and
3: Deanna Perrazzo and, and everybody else. Like, that's great. But like, hey, we're, we're, they're like Apollo Crews. And to a more of an extent, they like Becky Lynch. Where I get it, your your thing, steampunk, yay. So what? So you either need to put on a five star match for no reason on NXT every week, or have an engaging, charismatic uh, personality that makes me want to watch you. It. It's either it seems to be either or, and and so far they're sticking with the wrestling, which is I guess a good thing, which I watch. But I don't have that personality, that connection with the personality, other than Oscar other than Eva Marie and her friends, or the two friends, other than Alexa Bliss, that keeps me hopeful for the future.
1: Hmm. Two James, just going back to you, my closing thought would be, and you just spoke on Summer Rae. I think we can now say, even though you may not like it or not, we are now safe to say that I think we can have women's tag teams in the WWE, and I would think Lana and Summer Rae would be a good tag team champion group. Um, to start off two similar heels. You can have one to be the talking piece. That could be a way to develop Lana and her ring as she's really training hard for it. And I think it'll be an interesting dynamic just to add that extra level. Now, the par- problem would be time of how you will add this onto your story cards or onto your match cards. Um, but I think we can have uh, tag team women wrestlers. Well, uh, I
2: think if you if you look at if you look at the recipe that you're you, you trying to build, um, you've got to look at Nia Jack and even Marie. And... and, and, and it seems that a lot of people aren't even Marie fans. So, you know, if you look at what they're trying to do with her, where they got somebody that can obviously work, um, but Eva obviously needs some more development, but she's just pure heel, you know, do you think that could be successful with somebody that was a face?
1: Um, You could probably make people faces. Like maybe, let's like, say, for example, and, I, and I'm, I hate to say this, but Bree and Nikki Bella. They could easily be probably faces to do it, but I know those are wrong women to choose right now. But I think you can even use maybe Alicia Fox and somebody to try to be a face. Um, uh, cause but go ahead, go ahead,
2: go ahead. No, but I wanna, I wanna make, I wanna make sure when we're looking at Lana, we're not looking at Lana as a pure woman wrestler because she has a lot of more development to go. Uh, oh yeah, for some, sure. She has some nice spots. Um, obviously she can carry the mic weight. But, you know, with her being in the tag team, can she carry a, a match? Can she make a hot tag? You know, it, it's a lot of elements that I'm not certain that she can do. Because looking at her in the um, the Battle Royal or whatever it was, mm-hmm. um, when she executed her kick, she jumped out the ring and she went into manager mode. I seen her standing around like, should I jump in, should I not? I'm just going to just squat down in the corner. One of those mm-hmm. Chris Jericho type of movie So, you know like the whole fact that if you are going to go with uh, with uh, tag team women's uh, matches you want to again look at it as a point for somebody to help build somebody else right not just have talent or talent because you know then, then, then with that being said you kind of like push push people out of the singles run that they deserve this is, the, this is the thing that's happening to Naomi right now that a lot of people are happy she definitely should be a singles contender you know true i'm just thinking back to where michelle mccool and layla was together
1: i think that kind of helped layla at the same time it helped build michelle to be like a top person in the company in that time around 2009 11 or whenever they did that that lay cool i just think that if they bring all these women up and you have all these women on the roster i think if you can build that up some with someone like alana you could help build them up like you said where they can do a hot tag they can carry a story in the ring, and that way Tag Team could do that, so that way they can grow together while doing it. I'm just, maybe I'm just hoping, because I think if TNA can do it, maybe the WWE can do it. The thing with TNA is that this is no story, so there's no reason to talk. Well, that's true. True. Very true. But, you know, just, just the whole access of, if you're going to be in a women's division, at least how have at least how I've been is that one want to stand down. And you want to make sure that if it's your gimmick, that that your talking skill sets you aside. But at the wow, a lot of this
2: whole group of people are just all going to look the same. Even, even, Absolutely. Even Dreaming if um, yeah, like even if Tough Enough, the last two competitors, they just at the wow, You know, the whole aspect was to cut a wrestling promo against each other. But after the while, it started to feel like a reality show. Two women just aren't. Like, you yeah. can do this, you can do that. And I was just like, no, 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 no. This is not why y'all been here for 10 weeks. You know? Right. So, and don't, and don't forget, you have about four of them
3: coming, so. Yeah. I don't know. But there's, there's one girl from Shimmer, um, and she's been in NXT for a little while. I can't think of her name right now. Um... Athena or something like that. So, I mean, I've seen... Oh, Athena, yeah. Yeah. Uh, So I can't wait for her debut. Uh, So that's going to be... I mean, there's hope for the future uh, for women's wrestling in WWE. Um, It's not... I actually have more hope for the women's than I do the men's roster because it's just a lot up in the air right now. We don't know how it's going to fall. But... It's it's things are looking promising at least, but I definitely think a brand split between NXT and uh, the main roster because there are a lot of gimmicks on NXT that I think that wouldn't translate uh, and that would just work great for NXT for whatever reason. And Bo Dallas, Adam Rose, um, uh, Tyler Breeze, Adrian Neville, The Ascension, and so why grad? Why is it a graduation if you're just going to go get buried? So I don't uh, know. I think that if it just should, should stays separate, uh, the women's thing, uh, women's tag match, women's trios uh, title would be amazing. Yeah.
0: That could mm-hmm. be that could be fun. Because it would all be another way to distinguish it from the men's product as it were. Exactly. Plus I love I love the never open weight six man tag thing that they're doing in New Japan. I do too. It's Underrated, really fun. The elite, the the elite, and Team Tanahashi, although that's not really their name, they had a fun match at the pay per view last weekend. Um, we gotta go. We gotta go. We gave the people way more than than what they needed today. No, they needed it, but they didn't deserve it because they need to tune into the to the deep dive on Wednesday. But um, Jamal, thank you for joining the crew today. We appreciate it. And plug your uh, plug your film review site and your Twitter one more time before we go.
3: R E E L filmnews.com, RealFilmNews.com, and hit me up on Twitter, at Giant, K-R-A-B-B,
0: uh, Giant underscore Crab. All right. Well, again, thank you, Jamal, um, for the crew. This is Aaron. We'll be back after Raw and everything on for our Wednesday deep dive. I think we're going to have some stuff to say about Roman Reigns. What do you guys think? Oh, dear God. <laughs> I, I, I plead the
1: fifth.
3: Beep, beep, beep. Oh, those the Just three, accept three it. Just accept it.
1: Get him out of here. Oh my get gosh.
3: Him out of
0: here. <laughs> we'll just accept that Kobe Bryant is no longer playing professional basketball, and that's what we'll, hey, that's, we'll that's the saddest moment in NBA history.
1: <laughs> yeah, fifty oh. shots or sixty points, whatever. Okay. Yeah. Sounds like a hater. You mm. see
2: that
1: fourth
0: quarter? It was amazing. Anyways, we'll get back with you guys on Wednesday. Check you later.